I'm Jorge Salazar, reporting on SE16 in Salt Lake City, the 28th Annual International Conference for High-Performance Computing, Networking, Storage, and Analysis. The event showcases the latest in supercomputing to advance scientific discovery, research, education, and commerce. Joining us on the podcast is Lori Dyshen of Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory. She's the director for the Center for Applied Scientific Computing and Research Program Manager and Point of Contact for the Office of Science Advanced Scientific Computing Research Organization. She also leads the frameworks, algorithms, and scalable technologies for mathematics, FastMath, SciDAC Center. This year, Dr. Daishin was the chair of the technical program at SE16. Right before the conference, she spoke by phone to tell us about the highlights and some changes happening at SE16. Dr. Daishin, thank you for speaking with us today. No, no problem. I'm happy to do so. Now, would you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how you came to direct research at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory? Yes, so my background actually is as an applied mathematician. I got my doctoral degree from the University of Virginia back in the early 90s, where I worked on the very first parallel computing systems that were coming out at that time. In fact, my homework in my first couple of years were on the Cray Vector machines, and then uh, we were switching over to at that time, massively parallel computing of, you know, 512 nodes on the hypercube for my thesis research. And so from the very early days, I've been very involved in high-performance computing, but really focusing more on mathematical algorithms and applications and the application of computing technologies in those domains. So once I was done with my degree, I went to Argonne National Laboratory as a postdoc, where I worked in the math and computer science division for 10 years and came up through the ranks there and became a computer scientist researcher there where I was leading small projects. And then from there, went to Sandia National Labs for a year and then came to Lawrence Livermore National Lab into the Center for Applied Scientific Computing, where I continued to lead research projects for the Department of Energy and eventually became the division leader for that organization, which um, a position I held up until earlier this year. And now I'm actually the department head for the information technologies department at Livermore, but I'm still very involved in the research, running the LDRD portfolio on the point of contact for DOE's advanced scientific computing research portfolio here at Livermore. So very, very active in high-performance computing research at Livermore. Well, that's great. We're excited to talk with you you are leading the technical program at SC16. I wanted to ask a general question about SC. What is uh, something exciting happening at the Supercomputing Conference SC that you want to share with us? Well, I think there are lots of very exciting things happening at Supercomputing. Sometimes it's hard to focus down on just one. Some of the things that we've been really trying to push on this year as a whole, our conference committee as a whole, is reinvigorating the state of the practice track, which is something that supercomputing focused on several years ago, but we decided we wanted to reinvigorate that and put a special effort into attracting submissions across the entire technical program, from the tutorials to workshops to the posters to the papers, uh, so that we have a strong presence for practitioners in the field of high-performance computing. We did get a lot of great research paper submissions. We've had, you know, one of the highest submission years in recent history, and uh, the acceptance rate for the conference was more stringent than usual. It was less than 20% this year, and so we've got some very, very high-quality technical papers to share with folks. 
our plenary speakers and invited speaker slate is very broad and diverse, and I think that'll be great. Some of the other things that, that we are highlighting, our Test of Time Award this year uh, goes to Clint Whaley and Jack Dungara for automatically tuned linear algebra, something that was first highlighted in the, I think it was the early 90s. And ever since then, I mean, that's had a major impact on high-performance computing and performance analysis and performance tuning for algorithms for, you know, several decades. And so they're coming to the conference to accept that award on Tuesday, and that, I think, will be a very nice session. What are some of the highlights that you want to share with people of the SC16 technical program? Well, I think some of the highlights that I'm aware of, there's a lot of focus on architectures and what we need to be doing as we go toward exascale computing. And then beyond that, so beyond Moore's Law, beyond CMOS, what are we going to be doing in the next 15, 20 years? So there's a lot of forward-looking papers that have been accepted this year. I think the Gordon Bell sessions will be very interesting this year. There are six papers that were nominated as finalists for the Gordon Bell Prize. Three of them are actually from China and the new system that's just been deployed in China. And so I think it'll be very interesting to learn about the kinds of applications and performance that they're able to get on that machine. So that highlights sort of the international growth of high-performance computing, you know, around the world, not just in the U.S., but in China and other places as well. I think the other thing that's really um, interesting this year will be the keynote speaker. So our keynote speaker will be focusing on the area of cognitive computing and how we can accelerate human decision-making, policy-making, et cetera, by better employing uh, computing and automated reasoning and machine learning techniques to help make decisions, basically in collaboration with the computers, human and computers collaborating more closely together, which is something that I think is increasingly part of our world and something that high-performance computing is really going to enable. There are several sessions that are talking about the use of high-performance computing in different kinds of fields. And in particular, one of the things that is highlighted in this year's conference are, for example, how a high-performance computing can impact medicine. And so that's actually in the HPC Matters Plenary panel discussion. There is Birds of a Feather focused on that. There are many different sessions that are focused on sort of the application of high-performance computing in different kinds of fields. One of our invited speakers, in fact, will be talking about high-performance computing as it relates to urban environments and city planning, Charlie Catlett. I think the fact that we're also seeing the expansion of high-performance computing into new sciences, not just the physical sciences, is something that we're seeing a strong emphasis on in this year's conference. I guess in thinking about how humans are relating to each other in this conference, I understand that there's some changes in the SC16 technical program in some of the ways that the papers are being selected and other changes as well. Would you like to talk about some new changes in the SC16 technical program? Yeah, so one of our big changes this year was we implemented a double-blind review policy in for SC16. So one of the major initiatives that our conference chair, John West, has been pushing forward throughout this entire process is increasing diversity, understanding the diversity of our committee, of the people who are submitting, the people who are being accepted. And so he's been doing a lot of work to try to ensure that all of our practices are encouraging diversity. And so one of those was to implement the double-blind review process, as, as I mentioned earlier. 
We also have been working with a diversity subcommittee as part of the SC16 overall committee to ensure that the language that we use in our calls for submissions is as open and uh, welcoming as possible to all different kinds of populations, both uh, within the U.S. And, and around the world. We are doing a lot more with respect to interactive type sessions, and so the scientific uh, visualization showcase, we've reinstituted the poster reception for that. And so that will allow folks an opportunity to interact with those presenters one-on-one -on -one in the poster reception on Tuesday night, along with all the other poster presenters, including our regular poster submissions, the student research competition submissions, and our doctoral showcase submissions. So all of those will be available for uh, more one-on-one -on -one type interactions on Tuesday evening during the poster reception. Dr. Daishan, as someone who's, um, uh, who has a lot of experience in this field, how do you feel about these changes? Well, I think it's really fantastic. As we're going forward in time, I think there are more and more diverse populations who are in the high-performance computing field. I certainly see a change from when I started 20 to 25 years ago in the field to now in terms of just the sheer numbers of different kinds of populations being represented in the field. So I'm very happy to see that that's a push for the supercomputing conference to better represent our community as part of the conference initiatives. I think that a lot of really looking forward in high-performance computing, supercomputing is one key venue to bring the entire community together. I mean, as you know, we've got 5,000 people roughly participating in the technical program, and we've got 10 to 12,000 people attending the conference. And so it really brings the entire community of high-performance computing together for conversations. And so the fact that we're talking about the future of high-performance computing as strongly as we are in this year's program, I think is really good. It's a very exciting time in high-performance computing. There's a real seed change from the massively parallel computers we've had for the last 20 years to the next generation of computers, and there's a lot more diversity in architectures that are going to be possible. There are just many, many new research directions that we'll be forging ahead on, and I think that we'll see a lot of that represented in the conference, and I'm, I'm very excited about that. What's the most important thing you want people to know about SC16? I think the most important thing I'd like folks to know about SC16 is that it is a great venue for bringing the entire community together, something I talked about earlier, bringing everybody together, having these conversations about what we're doing now, what the environment looks like now, what it'll look like in five years, 10 years, 15 years. The fact that so many folks come to this conference allows you to really see a lot of diversity in the technologies that are being pursued, in the kinds of applications that are being pursued from you know, both the U.S. environment and also the international environment. And I think that's the most exciting thing that I think about when I think about supercomputing. You've been listening to Lori Dyson of the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory. From SC, the International Conference for High-Performance Computing, Networking, Storage, and Analysis, I'm Jorge Salazar. <laughs>